Good morning, happy Sabbath, and welcome to Eyes on Prophecy here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pastor Vince Wilson, and we're back together once again on this Sabbath, May 20th, 2023. Eyes on Prophecy is our weekly uh, Bible prophecy study, and we are in the midst of a study on the Antichrist. We have been studying, we continue to study who the Antichrist is, and we covered a lot over the past several meetings, and we continue our study today. I hope you've been enjoying this study on uh, the Antichrist as we unpack who the Antichrist is, and I hope you've been taking a lot of notes. I hope you've been studying your Bible. I hope you've been reading through the book of Daniel as uh, this lesson is heavy on the book of Daniel, and I've also mentioned that the book of Revelation should be studied as well. The books of Daniel and Revelation are important to study together as it pertains to Bible prophecy. Uh, Just a quick recap on what we studied last week as we will continue into uh, this week's study, which will be uh, part three. I've broken this lesson up into numerous parts. There's so much to be covered. We've covered a lot so far, and there's still so much left to be covered. So again, this is part three that we're um, that we're studying this week. But last week we covered really quick. We said the uh, ten horns represent the ten kings or kingdoms into which uh, pagan Rome was eventually split. And that's mentioned in Daniel 7 and 24. These 10 kingdoms are the same as the 10 toes of the image described in Daniel 2, verses 41 through 44. We learned that uh, roving barbarian tribes swept in upon the Roman Empire and carved out land niches for their people. Seven of those 10 tribes developed into the countries of modern Western Europe while three were uprooted and destroyed. Now, let me just read the list of the uh, 10 uh, kingdoms and what their modern uh, names are. We said the uh, Visigoths represent Spain, the Anglo-Saxons represent England, the Franks represent France, the Alemanni represent what is now known as Germany, the Burgundians represent Uh, what is now known as Switzerland, the Lombards, Italy, Suevi, Portugal. And I just said that three were uprooted, but they were the Heruli, the Ostrogoths, and the Vandals. Again, we're going to continue our study this week. We're going to unpack these these ten kingdoms um, just a little bit more. But first, let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much for this lesson study on the Antichrist, on this week's study of Eyes on Prophecy. Uh, Please help us to understand just a little bit more of what we need to know, according to your word, about who this Antichrist power is. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friend, let's get right into our study. Again, there's so much more to uh, you know to cover. As I've been saying, I don't want to rush through it, but 
I want us to more uh, to go ahead and move forward with what we need to uh, know today. So again, if 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 this is your first time studying with us, you're going to learn that this is a um, a question and answer format, and I'll try my best not to rush through the material so you'll have time to to jot down notes and so forth. So let's get into our first question for this week. Are there clear points of, of identification? Are there clear points of identification? Yes, God's word gives us nine characteristics of Antichrist in Daniel 7. As I've been saying, friend, reading through the entirety of the book of Daniel will help you to understand these lessons and these points that we cover from week to week. So God's word gives us nine characteristics of Antichrist in Daniel 7, so we can be certain of his identity. Even though, even though some may find these truths painful, we must be honest enough to accept them as his revealed will. So we're looking at the nine points or nine characteristics of the Antichrist. All this is from the Bible, friend. This is not my opinion. This is not some other man's opinion. Please understand this is straight from God's word. So again, these nine points. Number one, or A. I will label these uh, A through I. A, the little horn or kingdom came up among them. The ten horns, which were the ten kingdoms, as we learned last week, the ten horns, which were the ten kingdoms, or the ten horns, which were the kingdoms of Western Europe, as mentioned in Daniel 7 and 8. So again, a point A, the little horn or kingdom came up among them. The ten horns, which were the kingdoms of Western Europe, according to Daniel 7 and 8. So it would be a little kingdom somewhere in Western Europe. B, it would have a man at its head who would speak for it, according to Daniel 7 and 8. C, it would uh, pluck up or uproot three kingdoms. We talked about that already. 7 and 8, Daniel 7 and 8. It would be diverse or different from the other 10 kingdoms, according to Daniel 7 and 24. E, it would make war with and wear out or persecute the saints, according to Daniel 7, 21 and 25. F, it would emerge from the pagan Roman Empire, the fourth world kingdom, according to Daniel 7, verses 7 and 8. God's people, or the saints, would be given into his hand for a time and times and the dividing of time, according to Daniel 7 and 25. That's G. H. It would speak great words against or blaspheme God. Daniel 7 and 25. Now, according to Revelation 13 and 5, the Bible says the same power speaks great things and blasphemies. And blasphemies. I. It would think to change times and laws, according to Daniel 7 and 25. So don't forget, 
all these identification points come directly from the Bible. They are not some human opinion or speculation. Historians could, uh, could tell you quickly what power is being described. These points can fit only one power, the papacy. But in order to be certain, let us carefully examine all nine points one by one. There must be no room left for doubt. So again, we just covered nine points, A through I, about who this power is. Next question. Does the papacy fit these points? Yes, it fits every point perfectly. And just go back and review what we just covered, A through I. And now we're going to continue on with some more points. A, it came up among the ten kingdoms of Western Europe. The geographical location of the papal power was in, was in Rome, Italy, the very heart of the territory of Western Europe. B, it would have a man at its head who speaks for it. So the papacy meets this, identifi uh, this identifying mark because... It does have one man at the head, which is the Pope, who speaks for it. C. Three kingdoms were plucked up to make way for the rise of the papacy. Again, we've already talked about the ten. Three were uprooted or plucked up, according to the Bible. So, three kingdoms were plucked up to make way for the rise of the papacy. The emperors of Western Europe were largely Catholic, and supported the papacy in its growth and authority. Okay, again, we're going to talk about those three that were uprooted. Three Aryan kingdoms, however, did not support the papacy, which explains why they were uprooted. Again, these were the Vandals, Heruli, and Ostrogoths. So the Catholic emperors decided they must be subdued or destroyed. Now, here's how Dr. Mervyn Maxwell, a theologian and a theologian and historian described the results in volume 1, page 129 of his book, God Cares. Here's what he says. The Catholic Emperor Zeno, from 474 to 491, arranged a treaty with the Ostrogoths in 487, which resulted in the eradication of the kingdom of the Aryan, uh, of the Aryan Herules in 493. And the Catholic Emperor Justinian, from 527 to 565, exterminated the Aryan Vandals in 534 and significantly broke the power of the Aryan Ostrogoths, Ostrogoths in 538. <clears throat> Thus were Daniel's three horns. So we're, now we're looking at the three horns. The Herules, the Vandals, and the Ostrogoths. So the Bible in Daniel speaks of three horns. And these are the three horns, the Herules, the Vandals, and the Ostrogoths, which were plucked up by the roots. It is not difficult to recognize that the papacy fits this point. D, it would be diverse or different from the other kingdoms. So the papacy, uh, the papacy uh, uh, clearly fits this description also. It came on the scene as a religious power and was totally different 
from the secular nature of the other 10 kingdoms. So we just covered a lot. We're not going to continue any further this week, but let me just go back and just, just review what we covered this week. What we just covered today is an extension of what we covered last week. Again, we talked about the 10 kingdoms, uh, the 10 tribes, uh, 10 kingdoms. We said three were uprooted. We uh, we looked at in 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 uh, in greater detail the three that were uprooted. We looked at the nine points, which um, shed light on who the Antichrist of power is. And then once we identified the Antichrist power, or yes, the Antichrist power as uh, as the papal power, then we took a closer look. At uh, we said, does the papacy fit these points? Fit the nine points that we covered previously. So, friend, I hope you caught what I just covered. Again, so much more to be covered. I don't want to overwhelm you this week. I'd like you to please go back and take a look at what we just covered today. Uh, review your notes. Um, listen again to this episode. Take more notes, continue, continue to please study, uh, read for yourself the book of Daniel and as well as the book of Revelation. Let us close with a word of prayer. Loving Father, thank you so much for what we just studied today, for what you revealed to us today. We see that um, these points uh, point to the papacy. We understand that this is not something that we came up with. This is not something of our own opinion. This is something that's in your word. Help those who have never heard this before. Help them to accept these Bible truths as being your will. And continue to open more of your truth to us. For those who've never heard these things before, they may be having a hard time with it right now. But help them to understand that this is your will. This is your word. This is not man's opinion. Thank you so much is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, thank you once again for joining me here on Eyes on Prophecy. I am your host and teacher, Pastor Vince Wilson. There's so much more uh, to be covered. Continue to stay tuned to the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast for our weekly episodes of Eyes on Prophecy. And please remember that the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a virtual outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. Have a blessed Sabbath, a rest of your Sabbath. It is Sabbath morning, Saturday morning. It's a beautiful morning. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed rest of your weekend. And please join us tomorrow, uh, tomorrow evening, Sunday evening, at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for first day power surge as we continue through our new Bible lesson. Until then, be blessed and take care.